0: What's up, everybody? This is your main man, Cal Breezy, and I'm back again on this episode. I'm gonna continue talking about horror movies. I'm gonna talk about the scariest horror movie devs, 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 devs. So, <clears throat> yeah, let's get straight into it, man. We'll talk about some of these. And when I'm talking about scary movies, I mean, there's a lot of scenes, a lot of deaths for people get killed, homeless, a lot of people get killed like brutally killed but the these these kills they're just they stand out and they're scary and they're just like oh my gosh oh like some kids like a lot of kids like cool and they're creative and they're or gorish but some kills they just stand out like oh my god that's scary just the just the thought of it like so these are not in any kind of order whatever <laughs> but yeah these are just scary man and I'm going to go ahead and come at the box swinging hard, man. I'm going to come at the corner swinging hard, you know. Whatever. just going to come at swinging hard. Why not? Let's talk about from IT, the 2017 version, when little Georgie got killed. Georgie became the new cutest kid on the block. Sorry, Andy Barkley. You got competition, kid. Whoop, whoop. I said it. Man. Oh. This this kid was scary. Like, they really executed on it. They took the level because in the original... You know they didn't. They didn't go all out. But in this one, I can truly say this is how you open a movie. Like you want to set the bar, set the tone for a whole movie. This is how you do it. You actually kill a little kid. <laughs> how often in horror movies you really see a horror movie killing a little kid like this, yo? Like for real, they killed the little kid, man. They, 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 um. They really turned it up 10, 12 on, this, on a horror scale. You know what I'm saying? That man, that's one of the most famous misery scenes, little Georgie. Because it was it's so it's creepy, man, because you know he's chasing his little paper boat that his brother had made. Billy made. My bad. That's cruel. That was mean. Sorry. But um Pennywild just messing with this look at the boat went down the sewer drain. He just turned to being nice and friendly. and Getting this man like, hey, man, come on down. Let's play. Come on, man. Come down here. You can float, too. Just like your boat. Don't you want your boat? Don't you want your boat, George? Come on, George. We all float down here. And I had this little kid. And George like, no, nah, I got to go, man. Then he tried to hand him the boat. He... Bit that little boy almost oh like he went real animalistic like teeth like He had a mouth like a shark mixed with an alligator yo, The 17. He just bit the little boy. almost. Oh, oh my gosh If that didn't like really get your attention or scare you and you just you you cold heartless, dude, that's just oh, You really got an icebox where your heart should be yo, i a Ryan. Like for real and then just seeing little George mine trying to crawl away, he's screaming for him, help, help, help. Then if you know, he just just little George and pull him down the drain. <sighs> that's scary, yo. That that's crazy. Just think, this thing. Just imagine. Oh my gosh find a little boy all mutilated and chewed up like that (sighs) that that did something to me y'all i'm not gonna lie that changes because you don't really see like i said homo, you really don't see little kids getting killed on screen they probably like off-screen kills or hear a scream or something or they talk they just reading of a book or a tale about somebody killing kids but they actually show it Scary, mm. make you want to scream. Speaking of scream, the next one, Scream, nineteen ninety six, Casey Becker. <laughs> Yo, another way, you another good way to start for horror movie like this. scene opening scene with Casey, how she got killed, Drew Barrymore character. They really really put her out there because she was a big star, like she's gonna be in the whole movie. But what's a good idea, you know? Hey. She, she like at that time frequently one of the biggest stars in that movie so poor, gonna you know advertise her a lot and put on all the posters and stuff like she really gonna be in this movie but just about to get killed in the you know opening act <laughs> it was led into a title card okay <laughs> I ain't going to scream it did it just it brought back the you know the slasher genre he did because the Slash genre in the 90s started going down Ugh, real bad. Kicked ass in the 80s, but 90 didn't do too well. But Scream helped out with that. So, anyway, man, that's about this. Drew Bear, more her scene with Ghostface. They taunting her, making this playing a game. I want to play a game. What's your favorite scary movie? <laughs> Yo, that was from real deep. That was crazy. And they scaring her, like, make her guess what Dora meant. They had her boyfriend, like, mutilate her boyfriend. And then chasing her around the house. Oh, my God. Stabbed her. And then, like, stabbed her and stabbed her. And choked her where she couldn't scream. Her parents came home. Then just so her parents to see her hanging from a tree with her guts hanging out. Oh, my God. And the worst part is her parents could hear her dying. Casey, baby, you all right? Where are you? Oh, my God. Like it takes a sick person to gut somebody. I mean, just to stab somebody, one thing, but you gut them like a fish, from their sternum all the way down to their pelvic, like down past their stomach. And if they look, they gut out. yo, come on, man, there's some sick stuff. And just to see it hanging there, blood and guts sticking out. I don't know too many horror movies that start off that good with a kill like that. And I mean, they start with a kill, but that kill there. That right there, yo. Yeah, that's that. That they don't. They ain't going to start a movie, man. I don't know what it is, but that definitely is one hell of a way to start off a, a horror movie with a death like that. That's a scary death, man. Like, damn. Just imagine when the police all showed up to the scene or the, the CSI or the forensics team, and I'm sure the more they're used to, but like, my like gosh. If, if, if it was, I will move. If there was my child, I would move. Or a family. I don't know. If I knew the person, I had saw that. I'm like, we moving out this house, yo. Matter of fact, we gonna chop this tree down. If they don't help, we gonna move. Matter of fact, we are gonna move. We leaving town. I, can't, I don't wanna think about this. So Casey Becky that her death was pretty damn scary. Not just because of the act, but just the after effect you have on your life. It's fucked up, yo. Just saying. <clears throat> mm, 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 mm. Let's go throw back. Take it back. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre 1974. One of the first slasher movies, big slasher movies. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Kirk. Remember Kirk? This, this is when leatherface pretty much made his big debut when he just popped out of nowhere. And, Pop Kirk in the head with the mallet and Kirk body was just laying there twitching or oh, reeling. Really? Oh, oh, oh God, Jesus, no. This man, he just came out of nowhere. He was a big dude, man, with his apron on, his ugly homemade self-care mask, and he hit this man in the mallet. Bam! Mm. Oh my god. Like, you talk about Randy Orton, RKO out of nowhere. Leatherface came out of nowhere That <clears> that. Just joy. Why are you in my house? Ooh, oh, oh my god. Just his appearance popping out of her skin. Like, Oh my god, what the hell? Out. Mm. Out like a sprout. But then he get that, it gets out. The same ends with Loveface. Iconically, he slamming the door. <laughs> Boom. Letting you know, serving an, an ominous exclamation point of to the whole we just witnessed of him. Real quick. One hit a quitter. You out of here, son. I mean, it's because it's shocking and shockingly realistic, you know. It ain't like some creative or regular laws of physics like you've seen in the Fast and Furious movies. Yeah, I went there. Like, like somebody, a person, just, somebody that big and strong, that much force, could, with a mallet, like, mm, <clears throat> crack your skull and, and cause you to just hammer down and die. It, it, man, that right there, it it set the grim and violent tone for... For a very controversial movie, you know, <laughs> I'm laughing, but that's that's scary, man. You in the house trying to find somebody, one of your friends, or your boot thing, like, girl. Where you at? Bring your ass on. And this big dude, he big, he just pop out of nowhere like that. You just oh, automatically get stuck in fear. You're frozen in fat of fear. And now he, how you see is a mallet coming down. You, like, what the? Bye you hit the ground you is it you're done you're dead what's it talking about is it buddy oh my gosh why for all the humanity i don't know Say that was just bad (laughs) Mm. wow but yeah Kurt, poor kirk A mallet. He didn't get stabbed or cut with a chainsaw. A mallet. It's kind of crazy, but but like I said, it makes it so bad. Scary It's something can happen realistically. So anyway, moving on. Let's talk about the omen, 1976. The omen. If you've seen this movie, you know what death I'm about to talk about. Keith Jennings. The seventies had some good ones too. Now I ain't right? gonna sleep on them. the eighties. Kicked ass with slashers and stuff, but seventies the they brought their A game with some. Like I said, I'll mention one of them later on. But Keith Jennings, and, you know, <sighs> and while he, was, you know, he was trying to attempt to retrieve a pair of um uh, discarded daggers. This man got decapitated by a plane by a pane of glass, like like a piece of like glass, like like a window glass. And what made it so oh, crazy? His head spirals in the air before landing by his feet. Ah. I mean, first time I saw that, I heard about it. I was like, I ain't gonna be that bad. Capcate decapitation, decapitation, decapitation that bad. I mean, we've seen it before, but when we saw that glass going that fast. Whoop, 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 whoop. <laughs> and the glass kept going his head spiral. Oh and then it fell like like the death was so the death was so sudden, man. The gore, like the eerie music. And that's what like he about these oh, like the seven, eight horror movies. Like they had their music on point. Like that it really made a more driving point. Like the music really helps drive the point home. Like what you're witnessing is scary. It's creepy. It's just haunting these these scenes like this, these deaf scenes, are in this movie, but they are set apart from this movie. This is Standout part of this movie, why this is a horror movie, like yeah, we're not gonna use music just before jump scares, we're gonna use these music for actual depth scene, people finna freaking die. And like I like those movies, like I'm I'm giving me a second, I'm sorry, I forgot to rant, but like horror movies like in the 70s and 80s, a lot of them they had like different so many different scores. They had scores that, you know that kind of set you up, just like like think about something, something happened or like just something to go along, walk along music. But then with something shit's about to pick up or something about to die they come with a totally different song yo like uh, ha- halloween they had it on the piano panel. doom doom shit got serious that's when you heard the real <laughs> Ooh, like when i could been kill you hear that this string boom, on the map so <laughs> they did the same thing on with this kill man that glass though man you don't get too many good kills with people getting killed by like glass maybe like piece of glass but like a whole pane of glass <laughs> you yeah. did yeah. you're done son it's- Poor Keith. <coughs> it's a memorable deal. If you haven't seen the *Only*, one, you're missing out. Watch it. For you, Damien, You're like killed herself, hung herself, sick shit. Watch these movies, y'all, please. It's some good stuff. I gotta take it back to my father. My goodness, I gotta take it back a little father. Sean, I am psycho. 1960, not that crap show fest of that remake. Vince Vaughn. Uh-uh. I ain't talking about that. Vince Vaughn. Being a killer. Pfft. Playing Norman Bates. Are you serious, yo? Vince Vaughn. Disrespectful. mother. That's a sorry remake. I'm not gonna lie. It is. <laughs> but the kill, man, that was scary Is Marion Crane. Her kill the whole yeah. The psychotic man. There are like that that people play how much to that a lot with the staff, <laughs> they stabbing somebody, and it was just it was such a simple. They didn't put a lot. It was no CGI. It was no blood. It was just light into it, just stabbing, and they just showing her, oh no, oh god. But it was still scary because you never really got to see who the killer was. You assume that it was Norman's mother. You just know all you saw was a shadow figure. Come in the bathroom, pull shower curtain, stab, stab, stab. You're like, what the hell? Oh, my God, what's going on? Why this killing this lady? What this lady do? What the hell? Oh, my gosh, jeez. What am I seeing? And at that time, that ball was not something people had seen at that time. You know what I mean? With the piercing music and, and the, like the frantic editing, man, it just really made that the effects just like maximized all over of horror. And they had some good angles and hands. In a way, it make you feel like you being attacked. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just cause that night just coming down and it was like in the scene was so long, but it was so quick. And then just watching her body lifeless body just laying there. Me and my wife watched this movie. I was shocked that she said I watched it but I was glad proud too. We all go a little mad sometimes. But definitely, man. I feel that was some scary stuff, man. And I'm I'm digging into my inner child and my inner normalcy. It says a word to <laughs> talk about scary stuff that scares people because they don't scare me. It's just it's entertaining, good to me. But there's some scary stuff for real, man. No lie. Like, geez, these death things are scary shit. <laughs> I' gonna lie. Mm goodness i bet y'all think nightmare industry gonna be the last one i talk about that's where you wrong it ain't it's not gonna be the last one i gonna talk about one right now of course it's gonna be from the original nightmare m street 1984 glenn it, I, I, I could talk about tina's death but glenn's death was like the fuck like i don't want to sleep in my bed yo after seeing that, like, man, come on, are you serious? Because he was just laying there, he dozed off. Next thing you see, Freddie Orange pull him through the bed. <laughs> you thinking, like, oh, Freddy pulled him to the bed. Now he's to come out and Freddie gonna come out and, and kill him or something. No, we did not get that. But before we get, I tell you what we got, it was scary because you see him like it's scary because like Freddie Orange came to the bed out of nowhere and yanked this man to the bed as he's struggling, trying to get out this bed, and he's like, no. No, poor little Johnny Depp. Glenn Lant, Lance. <laughs> and he's hearing, like, no, no, Mom. Conflict, mom. Mama. And then his TV, his radio, record player, and radio stuff falling in the bed. And he was just struggling. It was so scary watching somebody struggle. Like, oh my God, Freddie Catam. Freddie Catam. No, not Glenn, not Glenn. And then the blood that shot out the bed. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, yo. That's some scary stuff, man. Just to think you lay in your bed and lie in your bed and fall asleep, and this might just come out of nowhere and pull you through your bed. Shout out to West Craven and may he rest in peace. But Nightmare Industry has some rich and has some really dope kills that set the tone. That was some, it only had three kills, but wow, pulling that man through the bed that scared the hell out of me. I mean, Tina Duff was scary. You seeing her, you know, the, getting cut. In, it hurts her more creative than scary to me. I mean, okay, was, you saw her get the race knife cut through the chest. That's scary. But then seeing her getting drugged from the floor up the wall to the ceiling and falling to bed, scary. But to me, it's more creative than scary because you're not seeing somebody. You know what I mean? But the Glenn, I'm looking at my, I look at my bed now. Thing like. It was me. He gonna stop because he gonna get doo doo all on his head. Cause that's how bad we I'm scared. I'm gonna crap myself. He'm like, oh my god, kick it off of me. Get doo doo on yourself now. oh go clean yourself. So I can finish killing your nasty little mother. I'm just saying, <laughs> man you pull me to the bed. Blah, 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 blah. Oh my god, Fred, gonna get your nasty butt off me, man. You and doo doo on me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's disgusting. I'm disgusting for saying it, admitting that. It's the truth though. I would have. I it on his head because I would have been so sudden. <laughs> oh man. Ah, crack me up. <laughs> just thinking about it. It's still scary, man. When I saw her just leaned in just like. And then what I like is like as soon as he close eyes, you hear me, pull the bed, mom, mom, no, no. Oh man. <laughs> okay. All right. Um next one, <laughs> another scary one. This is very scary. <laughs> Shit made me want to go hiking. I'm never going to London or going across London hiking. <laughs> Especially when it's cold and dark and windy and wet. Jack Goodman in um, *American Werewolf in London* (1991), that werewolf tore a hole through his ass. <laughs> oh my gosh, man! That because it was happening so quick, you heard like, "Oh, the howling!" I think, oh, okay, they got no, that's Something's coming. They got enough time to run and get away. But they were wrong because one of them fell, his, and then got up and they tried to help his friend or nothing. They were kind of attack the hell out of Jack. <laughs> clone rawr, Clone <clears throat> Was the, the, the guy, um, John Landis? He d- of Animal House. He, he um, he directed this movie. He did. Who would have thought Animal House director would do a movie like this? That shows how skillful and talented you are, where you can do two different movies like on two different spectrums of the genre genres you know what i mean slapstick comedy movies and then you turn around to a sadistic horror movie like this like and both of them pretty damn good I'm not gonna lie i am not have some good movie if you haven't seen it check it out but if you ain't seen american werewolf in london definitely check that out first cause i'm representing for the horrors yep 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 but anyway man jack and david That's his friend david you know <laughs> They were being hunted on the Yorkshire Moors. They was in Ireland. Like it was they was in London, but I think they was, yeah, outside of well it don't no matter, but Jack got messed up pretty bad. <clears throat> like I said, they had a little jump. Of course they do not do a false jump get you in there like, oh man. But man, Jack that man, he was brutally mauled by the airwolf. And it's just then the after effect of it, like know and because it was so real, there's like a lot of realism to it, will make it so horrifying. You know what I mean? Like, and like this one, like a weird, creepy creature, werewolf. This like a werewolf, like like a whoop. and it was calls and ripped, like Now you see him screaming, no, "Help! Help! Help!" Oh, his body was just curling, ugh, and screams. They just convinced him pain and fear. Like man. making me think one thing in my is like somebody a little test i got to get the hell out of here because his body was torn to corpse man his body was torn to shreds like his corpse is a bloody freaking mess yo it it, it does it make it and like this right? reason i said earlier is so like so much realism because it, it it really plays on like our primal fears of large and dangerous creatures and animals like like a lion or it, it that's what it looks like that's how well they made his body look after that attack like when you look at it you could put any real life creature animal in that place and say they did that you could like it wasn't a wolf it was a lion it wasn't a lion it was a bear you know yeah you know i mean you or a tiger or a mountain lion like, you would really believe it because that's how bad he tore that body up they the werewolf tear his body up and it, it, I can say, of all like the animal attack scenes and horror movies, or like Supernatural, whatever, it's definitely one of the scariest, no lie, for real. <clears throat> Go watch this movie. A lot of people focus on American World from Paris, but it's that's good too, but you know, they did a lot of CGI shit, excuse me, but... I like the practical effects and the makeup and the puppeteer stuff. I'm more a fan of that. That's why I lean more towards American Werewolf in London. Not saying American Werewolf in Paris is a bad movie by any instance, but between the two, I roll with the classic American Werewolf in London because, yeah, it, it's more scary and it definitely gives more realism. CGI kind of throws it off. Especially the scene where they showed um Dave returning to a werewolf. Pretty good stuff. And they werewolf looked really crazier and scarier than the ones, the CGI ones from American Werewolf in Paris. Again, no disrespect. Respectfully. You know, I, respectfully, American Werewolf in London is better. Respectfully. <laughs> Man, I'm just, oh, I gotta go. I need to just, I can't wait to get on vacation because I'm just going to be binge watching horror movies. Day and night, night and day. Weekend, week out, Joe. I know when I get old and I retire, this going to be on horror movies. My wife like, huh, oh, going to be? I'm watching another horror movie. God damn you. For real. <clears throat> Alright. Time to get down to the degree for real. Got a couple more. This one right here. Kind of touched on it earlier when I was talking about the music and things and horror movies. Halloween, 1978. Kicked us off with a good kill. Judith Myers. Reason this one's pretty damn scary. Let's just be serious about it. You're watching an unknown figure walking around outside a house watching a girl and a dude watching somebody. That's scary enough. Somebody's watching you. Just when well, you feel like somebody watching you? You don't even know somebody's watching you. Someone watching, that's scary already. People around, then they go in the house. And we see like this little hand, like a kid or some shit pick up a clown ass and that you know it gets a knife big old kitchen knife and then just walks upstairs and starts stabbing yeah it, this movie did it went like a completely under unexpected direction like for real like when you find out this killer just a little six-year-old boy killing his 16-year-old sister my, he's stabbing her, going repeatedly stabbing. She's screaming, "Michael, where are you doing?" And he starts stabbing. And like I said, this to me, they thought like they was paying homage to um, <clears throat> psycho showing a knife going down, stabbing, <laughs> just for different music. Constantly stabbing and stabbing his own life. His sister, she was lifeless, land floor dead. And then don't stop there. It's like it's still scary. Like he just like walked away, like mm, nothing happened, and walked out the house. And when his parents showed up, he just like. Standing there like most emotionless, holding a knife like he didn't just stab his sister, and and that, that was like shocking, horrifying parents like what the f- what the hell what what is going on what he got this knife and blood why he looks so emotionless like who cares, and I I'm a I'm a Jason fan, but I have to say Michael Myers story is to me is scarier because it's like. It, Michael Myers' story shows that psychopaths can be anywhere and anyone. You know what I mean? It's, it's more realistic. Like, it can be any neighborhood, any any city. It's more realistic. You know, it's nothing like, oh, breaking laws of peace. It's like fasting the Furious. <laughs> I keep throwing shade at them. I'm sorry. But, yeah. <laughs> Seriously, like that. That's why Mike Mike is scary, and he has no motive why he killed. So he's like, he just said one Halloween night, like, "I'm gonna kill this girl." I don't know why, but I'm gonna kill her with a big kitchen knife and stab her repeatedly till she dead. And he was really stabbing; she couldn't fight him off. This is a sixteen year old girl couldn't fight a six year old boy. That's how determined he was to kill her. And he was so so like emotional, like, hmm. Emotionless, the blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. mm-hmm <sighs> Man, that's crazy. All right, I'm, I'm gonna hit y'all with one more. I'll be done. One more, one more. Y'all want one more? I got you. <clears throat> Alien 1979. I'm closing that with Alien. <laughs> y'all didn't see that coming, did you? You didn't see this coming. When Kane got killed in <laughs> the chest bursters. Dude, that's that scary. That's scary, dude. Like, they think they all good. They re this dude. And I can't never say that word. They ain't pretty much got this dude back to health, and eating dinner. They breaking bread, laughing, cracking jokes. Somebody thinking, man, I'm finna clap some cheeks tonight. She don't even know it. Ripley don't even know it. She finna get all this. You know what I mean? They thinking they good. Little did they know, Kang can give birth to an alien, and it's still one of the most disgusting and scariest moments, man. Oh my god, seen that little alien burst out of that dude, chest, man. <sighs> like what the elf? Like bro, we we gotta got this ship. We gotta leave. This is beyond me. Uh uh-uh. oh, what the dudes say? And that's on Mary had a little lamb. <laughs> Dude, this is ridiculous, man. And it happened so fast. He was like, oh, oh, oh. they like, what's wrong with this dude? What's wrong with him? He going crazy. What's wrong with this dude? He's sick. He had a stomach virus. He got mud button wrong with him. Gonna throw up. You know, That's thing, other Just wow. Oh, shoot. Jesus. Big shout outs because those practical effects made it feel like it was so real. And then when they zoomed in, they're like, ah, ah, I was like, this little thing just popped out of him. Mm mm. Mm I mm. Mean, in a horror sci fi movie, you're going to remember this scene. That scene, the chest bust, you're going to remember that. The chest burst, you're going to remember this. And it's probably one of the scariest because saying something like that pop out of somebody's chest, I learned a valuable lesson. If anything happens to someone, something grabs around somebody knows face. To me, they're good as dead because what happens next? Things is gonna get worse. Just gonna kill them both. He did. The thing sucked the life out of him. He did. It's over. Shoot him right in the face, in the head. Kill both of them. Sorry, not sorry. People, y'all can blame the movies if you want to, but if you follow the rules, you've seen a lot of these horror movies, you will live. I'm just saying. But anyway folks <clears throat> these are the s- scariest horror movie deals probably not all i'm pretty sure some more that i could get into and indulge and talk about but these are the ones that popped up in my head or the ones i just really just stood out to me that's scary maybe you agree maybe you don't that's fine that means more conversation with more people talk about horror movies which i love to have but anyway guys remember man click the link down below to support my boy benny anderson and his music Click the link, you know, and get you some of that Kale's World and Wrestling 9 on 1 gear. You know, support us. Support people like you want people to support you. You know, listen to this podcast and share it, subscribe, follow, share the word with the world. Let people know what's going on over here in Kale's World. But most importantly, remember Kale's World is a fun place, it's a happy place, it's a loving place. It's your main man, kill. Breezy. One love, and I'm out.